Welcome to Faith and Freedom. We hope to inform, inspire, and encourage you to stand up for faith and freedom as we discuss victories and challenges in the courts, in public policy, and in the culture. Faith and Freedom is brought to you by Liberty Council, a litigation, education, and policy organization. Join us now as we address the latest cultural issues across America and around the world. On October 15, Liberty Council Vice President of Legal Affairs and Chief Litigation Counsel Harry Mehat participated in the launch of the Christian Institute for Rights and Freedoms, Romania's first public interest law firm dedicated to advancing and defending religious liberty. We're going to be talking about it on Faith and Freedom. I'm Matt Staver, founder and chairman of Liberty Council. Joining me is Holly Mead to talk about this important development. Harry Mehat signed a collaboration protocol between Liberty Council and the Institute. Now, the interesting thing, Holly, is Harry's connection to Romania. I know. I was going to say, this must have been surreal for him, because he's originally from Romania. And he, yeah, he was uh, 12 years old back in December of 1989, when the revolution in Romania began in his town. Right. And they were freed from communist oppression. Yeah, the revolution lasted two weeks. Communism was overthrown. Harry's first day of freedom was on Christmas Day when Ceausescu was executed. It actually happened in his town. His dad was a pastor. His dad had been pastoring churches for uh, many years. He had been arrested like other Romanian Christian pastors when they didn't follow the script of the communist regime. And in his town, he actually... Um, witnessed the beginning of the revolution. The revolution happened because a pastor was arrested. Well, it wasn't anything new. Pastors had been arrested many times. They'd been beaten. Many Romanian pastors that are alive today, and there are many of them here in the United States and in Romania, they have the scars on their back, literally. Right. Scars on their back from their beatings that they had. Remember that Harry shared the story of us uh, with us when the guards came to their house looking for Bibles yeah. and how his mother creatively... Uh, I think put some coffee she put, on the stove to cover yeah. the smell so the dogs would not pick up the scent. They had of the Bibles, Bibles. Um, that had been smuggled in. Right. And coffee. Along with the Bibles that had been yeah. smuggled in, the missionaries also gave them some coffee. Yeah, which is a delicacy back then. But yeah. she creatively put that on quickly. And they so in the middle of the it. night, what happened, and this is how he grew up, middle of the night, these communist officers came, they banged on the door, they had their. German shepherd sniffing dogs to sniff out the contraband, which would be the Bibles. Mm -hmm. As Harry's father was greeting them at the door, Harry's mom went into the kitchen. That's where the Bibles were. They were stacked up, visible. So she put a piece of plywood over the top of it, threw a blanket or a towel sheet over the top of it. It wasn't quite even. It was a little off. But it's okay for communism because that's how <laughs> communists make things anyway. So it's no big deal that the table is a little crooked. And then she put the coffee and started making coffee and invited the communists and their dogs into the kitchen to serve them coffee on the table underneath of which were the Bibles. That's right. And I guess the dogs... Um, were sniffing the wonderful aroma of the coffee as they were, and they enjoyed having the time with this wonderful tasting coffee. And they had a good time, and they left, and they never found the Bibles underneath mm -hmm. that coffee table, if you will. But you know, you think, wow, he grew up in that kind of atmosphere. 
But you know, Matt, that's why we fight today because we're seeing that happen in America today. I mean, our fight for religious freedom is getting to that point. Well, you know, when they would find the Bibles, they would shred them. And in order to add insult to that, they would then make that shredded Bible paper into toilet paper, mm. and they would distribute that. So communists never did anything right, Harry says. So when you shred something, depends upon how you shred it, depends upon how the shredder is shredding, you could have an entire sentence mm. that's not shredded. So if the paper is fed in a certain way, and you make toilet paper, there may be a sentence that you can actually read. And so what these people would do is they would learn Scripture. This is unbelievable. They would learn Scripture by going to the toilet and using toilet paper and reading Scripture off the toilet. think of and that. And then other people <laughs> would, when they would have the opportunity to get a Bible, they would memorize the Bible so that they would commit it to memory, and they wouldn't need paper to be able to read the Bible. These people were incredibly committed. Harry lived in that kind of environment. Harry grew up where they had school on Sunday. The public schools required school on Sunday. They did that to interfere with the Sunday keepers, the people that were going to church on Sunday. They didn't really do much in school, but it was a required day of attendance. So instead of starting on Monday, they started on Sunday. And so on Sunday, Harry and other Christians that were attending church on Sunday, they didn't go to church. They didn't go to school. They went to church. So they wouldn't be in school. Their first day would be Monday. And so what Harry experienced every Monday growing up in school is he and the other Christians would be called out. They would be put in the middle of a circle. The kids would surround them, and then they would mock them as Sunday keepers. Mm -hmm. And so that's how he grew up. He dreamed of a time where he could come to America where churches were full and the grocery stores had good food and fruit and that he wanted to ultimately defend religious freedom because he saw his dad, he saw his other pastor friends persecuted. He grew up in this kind of an environment. Now the amazing thing is in 1989, in December, is when Liberty Council was incorporated. That is the year that this revolution began in his town. The pastor was arrested. Instead of the people going home and doing like they've done before, they decided to stand outside of the pastor's home in the town where Harry lived, and they prayed, and they prayed, and they prayed, and darkness came, and they continued to pray through the night. More people began to pray. The crowds began to get large. They began to cry out to God. They shouted for God that we need God, mm. and they also said we need liberty or libertate, freedom, and that caught the attention of other people in Romania, and so they began to gather as well. The troops were sent in by Ceausescu into his town, and uh, Harry remembers the, the bullets and the tanks and the military coming in and uh, the conflict that happened in his town as a 12-year-old boy. Ceausescu then decided to gather everyone in uh, Romania's capital, Bucharest, to try to quell the riots. And while he was speaking, the crowd also did the same thing. They had had enough, and they were emboldened by the pastor and the Christians in Harry's town, and they ultimately shouted as well. A helicopter had to evacuate the president, Ceausescu, 
but he was ultimately caught, tried, and convicted within 24 hours. He was executed on Christmas Day, December 25, 1989, and that was Harry's first day of freedom in Romania. Freedom is priceless, and we have to fight for it. He and his family came to the United States in 1990, and then he became an attorney with Liberty Council. And the amazing thing now, he returns to Romania mm -hmm. in 2022. And this new group, the Christian Institute for Rights and Freedoms, is now the very first public interest law firm in Romania to advance and defend religious freedom. They reached out to Harry and to Liberty Council, and now I have in front of me this signed protocol by Harry Mihet on behalf of Liberty Council, and then also the signature on behalf of the Christian Institute for Rights and Freedoms, a joint commitment to work together to advance religious freedom in former communist Romania. It's yeah. quite an amazing series of events. Only God, as you said, right. could orchestrate this. Yeah, the statement says, in recognition of their shared goals and missions to advance and defend human dignity, fundamental freedoms, and timeless Christian values, including religious liberty, the sanctity of human life, and the family, this 15th day of October in 2022 of our year of our Lord, the Christian Institute for Rights and Freedoms and Liberty Council mutually commit and pledge themselves to defend these inalienable rights and freedoms wherever and whenever they are imperiled with dedication, passion, and professionalism. It's amazing. It really is amazing. So he, when the, he signed that, he was the keynote speaker on October 15 in Romania. That was on a Saturday. The next day, he spoke to two churches uh, where he grew up and was able to meet uh, friends and longtime acquaintances from back in 1989. Incredible God full story, yeah. full circle. And Liberty Council is a part of that historic event to bring to birth a religious freedom organization in former communist Romania with our own Romanian-American Harry, or Horatio is his Romanian name, Mihet. For more information, go to Liberty Council's website, lc.org. That's lc.org. You've been listening to Faith and Freedom, brought to you by Liberty Council. We hope that we have motivated you to stand up for your faith, family, and freedom. Get informed and get involved today. Visit Liberty Council's website at lc.org, where you can obtain email alerts and other information to keep you informed and involved. The website again, lc.org. You can also call us at 407-875-1776. Again, that phone number, 407-875-1776, lc.org.